Thank you for tuning in to today's life message from Cornerstone Church. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging message. If you would like more information about the church, stay tuned after this podcast. Well, good morning. How y'all doing? That's y'all at Southern. It's a it's a great day to be alive. I am feeling excited about what God is uh, going to show us in the not too distant future. And as I was asked to uh, give the word this morning, I already had a few things on my heart, and I I always try to stay that way. I always try to keep it keep my mind upon the Lord. And I'm going to talk about a little bit about hope eternal and how important hope eternal is to what we do here and what we do in our lives because if we know that our life our hope is eternal then our lives should reflect that in other words if our home is eternal and our hope is eternal then when we live our lives for God here it uh, the cares of life and things like that will not hold us back because we know that we have a place that we are going to. And I don't try to wish things off, but I have an eternal home. So therefore, when I'm in Christ, I can live to the fullness here on earth, bringing forth the glory of God without reservation because I don't have to worry about where I'm going. I don't have to worry about eternal damnation, which you don't hear a lot about in circles these days. But it is true nonetheless. But there's a great gospel that came. And it was preached about how Jesus went to the cross, how Jesus took up on all of our sins, how he was buried and resurrected. And that is the true gospel. And when you come into that kingdom, see, a lot of times we are uh, earthly-minded, we are even American-minded, but we need to be kingdom-minded and have our mind up on the kingdom. Because it is an eternal kingdom. What we see here, and it's sad to say, some of these things might not be here years down the road. But when his kingdom is set up, we won't even have to adjust because we have spent time with him in this walk of life. That when we go into the kingdom of God, there probably won't be much surprises because it says, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has for them. But it is revealed by the Spirit. In this walk, we have an eternal hope. Our hope is in Him. It's not in any political realm. It's not in any financial institution. But our hope is in Him. And the Bible says, when hope is deferred, it makes the heart sick. When we believe for things and it seems like, it it don't mean it's denied. It just means it may be delayed. And things in our life may get delayed and we get sick and we wonder why or when God is going to move on this situation. But it says when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. How many has hoped for something and hoped for something and hoped for something and it never seems to happen? And, And you begin to be sick you have no uh, motivation you may be depressed you may go through some things but one day all of a sudden and this is how God works 
when you're at the edge, when you're on the edge, or when you're about ready to give up on that thing that you've been hoping for, all of a sudden, God brings it. And then it's a tree of life unto you. And that shows the faithfulness of God to you. We have a hope eternal. This is not your home. We are ambassadors for Christ. And our church and our body is going to be a representation of what the kingdom of God is like, not what religion is like. Can somebody say amen? We are getting ready to go into a new facility. But they are new things about to happen to this body. This body of believers here. And it will cost us something. And I'm the worst who don't want to, I don't want to pay for anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to pay for anything. But there is a cost, but the reward is much greater than anything it may cost us. It's going to cost us some time. It's going to cost us some finances. Come on, somebody. I used to think things would just happen. No, we got to engage with God like Josh was talking about this morning. We have to engage with Him and come closer to Him. And when He says, hey, I need you to do this, we have no reservations about what we're doing. We have a home eternal. Uh, pull up uh, 2 Corinthians 5.5, 5, please. And this is no empty hope. For God himself, and this is the Passion Translation, is the one who has prepared for us a wonderful destiny. Woo! Hey, we should say amen or give God some praise. It's not just a destiny. It's a wonderful destiny. He has a wonderful destiny for our lives. And I begin to think how things are just full circle for me right now. But boy, there some times between that to where the circle, you know, I, I believe the circle is being made full. And there was times between that that I got discouraged. There was times that I felt like giving up. There was times I felt like, is it ever going to change? But now I begin to see what God is, is doing. We are coming full circle into the destiny of God for us individually, corporately, we are coming into a wonderful destiny. And to confirm this promise, He has given us the Holy Spirit. He has given us the Holy Spirit. We can engage with the Almighty God because we have Him living inside of us. We can come together with Him without reservation, Pastor. I don't have to ask permission. I don't have to ask permission because I have him living inside of me. I can go to him in any circumstance in our life. We have hope eternal, so I don't have to worry about where I ultimately end up. So let's live. Let's live. Let's live in Christ. Let's share the gospel. Let's bring people into the kingdom. Let us live. I used to think, well, if I don't do this right and I don't do that right. No, I have a home eternal based upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. Used to live on eggshells. Afraid I was going to do something wrong in the eyes of God. 
and be punished for it. But once you come into the kingdom, you're in the kingdom. And the Bible says he is, he is the gate. Straight is the gate and narrows the way. And I said, but we don't hear what's on the other side of the gate. We just hear come to the gate. And in our lives, we need to know what's on the other side of that gate. And what's on the other side of that gate is life everlasting. What's on the other side of that gate is provisions for our life. What's on the other side of that gate in the kingdom of God is joy forever and ever, y'all. And we don't have to wait to get to heaven to have joy. But I know one thing, there's coming a day. So now I can live and I can go forward in God. Check this out. It said that he prepared us for a wonderful destiny. Your destiny is wonderful. In other words, it's full of wonder. Has your life become boring or is it full of wonder? Woo! Have you had a destiny that you seem like maybe pushed back? No, it's not pushed back. It's getting ready to come forth. It said, and to confirm this promise, he has given us the Holy Spirit like an engagement ring. The King James says it's the earnest that's a marriage talk. A man would give a dowry or earnest when he wanted to marry a, a woman. He'd go to the, man, uh, to the dad and say, I want to make a down payment here. And I'm going to go away and I'm going to prepare a place for you. But that ring is a guarantee of him coming back that you belong to him. Hope eternal gives us the freedom to go forth in God. I can't get off of that because often we are held back because we lose sight of eternity. And our place in eternity is settled. I always say it like this. My past is forgiven. My future is secure. It's life I need help with. It is life I need help with. And God has given us all these instruments, all these things to benefit us. First of all, He gave us His presence. You know what else He gave us? He gave us each other. Fellowship is not just a word. It is a spiritual application. And when we come to fellowship one with another, despite our differences, you know, we like to say, well, we're going to come together despite our differences. Why don't we come together on the things we agree on? And our differences go away. Oh, that, that's enough right there to run on. If we come together on this one thing, which is Christ and Him crucified and you being born again, our differences will fade away. When differences and things in our life are, are magnified, then that brings division. But if we can come together on this one premise, the truth of the gospel, then we'll begin to see all these other things fade away. They don't even become uh, paramount in our lives anymore because we, we had this one focus. We had this hope eternal. And He has given us the Holy Spirit. Uh, go to 1 Corinthians 15. If the only benefit of our hope in Christ is limited to this life on earth. It, in other words, if all I have is Christ in this life, because this life can have disappointments. I have Christ in this life, but not only in this life, but in the life to come. 
then I can run my race to the fullness. And Paul knew this because he, be, he began to talk about it. He said I, when he was getting ready to be murdered, he said, I've run my race. I fought a good fight. I want to be able to say that. I fought a good fight. And hallelujah, I won that fight. And it's already settled in heaven. That fight's already settled. I gained a victory through Christ. You have the victory through Christ. It says if we have Christ in this life, we deserve to be pitied more than all others. In other words, he says eternal hope. That our hope lies in him and our lives begin to reflect that here as we walk on this earth in these fleshly bodies. A matter of fact, Paul begins to explain. He said, I'm longing to go to be with Christ, but it's for, more needful for me to be right here. Think about what he just said. My longing is to go to be with Christ. How many long to go be with Christ? How many truly longs to go be with Christ? For all of this to be over, but it's more needful for you to be here. That shows me a humbleness and a man who knew that his eternity was not in question. And when your eternity is not in question, though you long to be with him, it's okay to say, you know what, Lord, as long as I'm here, I'm going to give you the glory. I'm going to proclaim your name all over the place. We are in a very, very exciting time. And as I was sitting and pondering on that, I said, we are in a Everybody say, where's God? Where is he? We see all this political climate, and we see all of this hatred, and we see all of these things going on in the world. And a lot of times we say, God, why, where are you? Where are you? He is here. And we are ready to step into something that, it's hard to put words to because we have an eternal hope we can receive everything from God my hope is in God my hope is not in the stock market my hope is in God that's not to eliminate God said hey I need you to invest in something that's not what I'm saying but my hope is in God you know how freeing it is just get up every morning and just walk Just to walk. A lot of times we get up in the mornings and we say, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. But to be in the position just to walk by faith. And then all them details seem to work out somehow. Renee, look at all the obstacles you have faced with the school. Came right through. Came right through. Look at all the obstacles you may be facing in life. You're going to come right through. Because we have a wonderful destiny in God. Eternal hope. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. Now you notice the last, I talked about it being an engagement ring. Here we go again. He is given to us like an engagement ring. 
is given to a bride at the first installment of what's coming. We have a first installment of what's coming with the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. That is the installment of God. The Holy Spirit in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We're waiting on God to do it when God says, I want to use you to do it. I've never seen any time through history where God just kind of acted by himself. Boy, that's controversial for some people, but he didn't. He chose men and women that had a heart for him to work through. Even so much that his son came and was born and came up and become a man. And he worked through that man to change the destinies of each and every one of us. And you have that power in you. You have Christ in you to change people's lives. But if we're so wrapped up by the troubles and the things that's going on around us, we have no impact on people. But when my eyes are fixed, and she brought it out, when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, and we walk every day, I know he's got this. Anything that concerns me, he's got it. I need to make some right choices now. But he's got it. He's got it. Sometimes we want to work principle without being in the principal's office. But when we in his presence, we begin to walk out the principles of God. And they're not a task. They are glorious. Amen. He is our hope. A promise of a future inheritance. Which seals us until we have all redemption promises and experiences complete freedom. All for the supreme glory and the honor of God. We have this Holy Spirit who keeps telling us that there is hope and things are going to change. But see, the thing is, we got to bring people into the kingdom of God. That is our mandate as believers in Christ. And I think God has set this place up. He has set this place up. And I'm just going to be straight up and honest with you. Can I be, if we're family here, let's be honest. I begin to have thoughts like, well, I ain't been here long enough. I mean, this is where, this church here, this sanctuary is where I gave my heart to the Lord. And then I come in and everybody else is done, and I'm like, but you know what? Like I said, there's a full circle. And in my life, I had to go, I walked through a lot of things. But God is a complete redeemer. He's not going to change. If he, I'm just going to be straight up. I know this is a little bit different. Got saved in this altar. I think it might have been facing the other way then. I'm not sure. And uh, had and walked with God and had a call in my life and all that. Thought I'd missed what God wanted to do. So I would say, 
and I had been away from this church for a little bit. After I got saved, I started going to another church. It's like, Phew. but anyhow, that's fine. <laughs> I, I think about what dumb decision that was. But anyhow, God began to move, and I I was driving east side or whatever, and uh, God said, over there, that's where your destiny is. So me and my wife began to come here. And then me not being mature enough, I left again. Now look where I'm at. Because when he says your destiny is in a place, it's in a place. But this time, my decision was made with much tears. But when God has a plan for you, the enemy cannot stop it. You can't even self-destruct. You cannot self-destruct if your heart is after God. You might not do everything right. But you're not going to self-destruct. And you'll find your place right back in the place that God spoke your destiny is here. See, what I did, I put expectations on God that didn't come from God. And I was disappointed in the way I was going. And God said, I got to give you a reset. And he gave me a reset. Why? My home's eternal, but he wanted to work in my life. He began to realize, I began to realize. He said, listen, your future is secure. Quit trying to solidify where you're going to be. And just live. Have hope. Move forward. I put this down as hope. Having our place eternal. Hope. Because if I hope in this life, I'm going to have disappointments. But if I hope in God, I'll never be disappointed. What is disappointed? You think you missed your appointment. There was times I thought I missed my appointment. But I did not miss my appointment. I did not miss my appointment. Ephesians 1 and 18. You have not missed your appointment. It's just being rescheduled. I get these little texts all the time for the doctor. Are you coming? Would you like to reschedule? Look at your neighbor and say, I want to reschedule. He has given uh, Ephesians 1.18. If I can get it up there. How many has great expectations? I'm talking about expectations of a revival. Like this part has never seen. We, we, a revival like we've never seen. A lot of people are down because of the climate right now. But I see it being set up for the greatest outpouring that we have witnessed. The greatest outpouring. And you know what it's going to It's going to, and I hate to say this word because I'll have to be responsible for it. It's going to cause some commitment 
to take place. But it's not going to be grievous. The presence of God will be so strong in the people here and when we come together that it's going to be just like walking into the greatest thing of your life. Listen, I've been to where it has been absolutely a grind to have people come together and worship God. Not so here. Not so here. Can I be a little prophetic here? Some things might last three hours. Some things might last 20 minutes. But as long as God's in it, I'm willing to do it. You have a hope eternal, so live. You don't have to worry about where you're going and what the final destiny is, all the ins and outs and details of life. You don't really need to know all that. Just live for Christ. You have hope eternal. This is not my home, but we sure live like it sometimes. We sure do attach ourselves to this place. We let things grab us and hold us back. But you have hope eternal. And it's in Christ. And it's life. And it's a wonderful destiny in God. You have a place in the kingdom. So therefore, live, preach, tell people about Jesus. Tell people about Cornerstone. Tell people about what the Lord is doing. Speak positive into people's lives. Uh, try to think before you speak. And when you speak, let it be the oracles of God. You're just not a lay member in a body of Christ, but you are a powerful vessel for God. Sometimes you can change the situation by act of kindness. I used to think it used to be this big spiritual and the most spiritual thing you can do is give somebody something to drink. Give them something to eat. Say a nice word to them. Sometimes we hyper-spiritual some of this stuff. I love a move of the Spirit and feel God moving and a real heavy presence of God. But how many knows that's with me every day I go out the door? It's on me every day. And I'm getting ready to close. What we do or what we say or what we don't say has an impact. On the job the other day, and I worked with this guy. I won't say his name. A nice fellow. He would probably give his shirt off his back for you. You know what? But he's a little rough around the edges, let's just say. But a real nice fellow, real good guy. He said, you know what? He looked at me. He said, I have church right here because he works across from me. That's what he said. I would love for him to come to church. But how many knows God sent the church to him? That guy may never go through the doors of a church. But the presence of God was in that little corner on that assembly line and everybody else just doing every little thing they want to do. Not even aware of it. Some of them may have been, some of them what, but he was. He was aware of it. He said, what do you think? How do you think I am? I said, I can't answer it for you. In other words, he's wanting to, hey, you think I'm all right with God? I can't answer that for him. 
All I can do is show forth the glorious light of the gospel. And you know what? I have an eternal hope. And therefore, I'm going to live to the fullness. Amen? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for that eternal hope. That place you have prepared for us. Lord, when your kingdom comes into its fullness, Lord, I'll be there. But until then, Lord, let me live your life in me to the fullness. Help me, Lord. God, we give you praise and honor and glory this morning. Let us run this race. Let us run this race. Let us run it with joy and thanksgiving. For you are faithful and just. You never leave us or forsake us. And our eternal hope in you and the things you have for us is a wonderful destiny. Thank you for listening to this week's encouraging podcast. You can find out more information about the church on our Facebook page at Cornerstone of Victory Church, Statesville. Remember, life begins at the cross.